welcome to another episode of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life. Guys, guess what? We're on the final passage of book three. That's quite momentous. Um, and what an amazing passage. Hopefully, by now, you guys will watch the Republic for Modern Life videos on that same YouTube channel. There's a video that I put out yesterday, which was part of a Facebook Live, where I am endeavouring to show that I am not, um, that I, sorry, I'm endeavouring to show that I would be willing still to help that person who's trying to, trying to harass me, trying to kill me even, if you like. Um, now, I really advise going and watching that video and then realise why that same evening I had the police turn up at my door questioning my mental health. Watch the video. See what you think of my mental health state. And obviously, you guys are listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, you probably already know, obviously, what I do. Trying to cover up police corruption when someone is fighting for justice and trying to cover up your corruption by making out that I have mental health issues is kind of akin to, I don't know, looking at a cat and trying to convince someone it's a fucking tree. <laughs> Excuse my language, guys. Let's get on with the show. This is book three. Passage 16. Body, soul, mind. To the body belong sense perceptions, to the soul impulses, to the mind judgments. The receipt of sense impressions is shared with cattle. Response to the puppet strings of impulses shared with wild beasts, with catamites, with a phallus or a nero. Having the mind as a guide to what appears appropriate action is shared with those who do not believe in the gods. Those who betray their country, those who get up to anything behind closed doors. So if all else is held in common with the categories mentioned above, it follows that the defining characteristic of the good person is to love and embrace whatever happens to him, along his thread of fate, and not to pollute the divinity which is seated within his breast, or trouble it with welter or confused impressions, but to preserve its constant favour, in proper allegiance to God, saying only what is true doing only what is just and if all people mistrust him for living a simple decent and cheerful life he has no quarrel with any of them and no diversion from the road which leads to the final goal of his life to this he must come pure at peace ready to depart in unforced harmony with his fates wow is this just describing what is going on in my life right now? And on that front, what better way for me to break down this passage and put it into the context of modern life? Let's assess where all this started. It is part of a war 
largely to do with paganism, of course feminism as well, watch the Republic for Modern Life videos on Christianity. So, what's Marcus saying at first? First he's talking about acting from objective reason. How, you know, we are blessed with this ability to act justly, to consider our actions and to think what's best for the greater good rather than just acting on our animal instincts, okay? We as humans have that ability to think what is right or wrong, okay? Now, appears appropriate action is shared with those who do not believe in the gods. Those who betray their country, those who get up to anything behind closed doors. So as a target, it's a symbol of patriarchy. Patriarchy is held as a result of Christianity dominating society, something that started, of course, well, shortly after Marcus's time, in fact. <laughs> um, and of course, pagans do not believe in God. It then continues, the characteristics of the good person is to love and embrace whatever happens to him. Guys, I once more will say that I love that this has happened to me. I love that it was me who suffered all this stuff because I know that in it being me, I've been able to do what I have as a result. To not cower in a corner when the just thing, the right thing, is to use this and push, try everything that I can to push this out for justice because in doing so, I will be saving the lives of many, many others who are committing suicide around this area. Again, go watch all the content because it's just too big and crazy for me to explain here. But I felt the responsibility fell at my feet as a blessing because I do not believe most people would go to the lengths that I've gone to to stand up for what is right, to pursue justice, to find out why Leeds does have double the male suicide rate of London. This was a blessing that's fallen upon me. Because when this story does come out and when it all does break, justice will be done. And as a result, many other lives will be saved. And if all people mistrust him for living a simple, decent and cheerful life, he has no quarrel with any of them. Now, what was I saying at the end of the video yesterday? Despite everything, ultimately justice will be done. Now, if that justice costs me my life for pursuing it, then so be it. But if that's the case, then, of course, this story blows up. And in that moment, I said, Alison, no, I do not want that to happen because I don't want your children to have to know that their mother is in jail. I do not want to take away from all the good work that you have done. But... When your fear of males and therefore agenda against white males is affecting innocent men like myself and is resulting in many men committing suicide because they do not have the ability to do what I do, the understanding of mental health and therefore to heal from the abuse that they suffer. Those people are the result of injustice. At the end of the video, I, I then said, and I can't hate a person, whatever they have done to me. 
I love all people. And Alison Lowe, I love you too. And if the people mistrust him for living a simple, decent and cheerful life, he has no quarrel with any of them. And no diversion from the road which leads to the final goal of his life. In that video again, I said I will not stop. Even if it does cost me my life. Because I have to do what is right and what is just. So right now, that's why I'm pursuing this, guys. That's why you see everything that I'm putting out on social media. That's why... I've kept it to myself for a year to make sure it comes out the right way at the right time when I'm strong enough and healed again to handle it. But if you think I will stop and then just bear a burden, a greater burden, the burden that the people who are trying to silence me are bearing, knowing that they're doing wrong, knowing the reason why so many of these male suicides in this area are taking place. That would be very unjust. And I could never, ever live a life like that. That would, that would kill me. It's been painful for me to live each day over the last year knowing that the information I have, if in the right hands, if out, you know, to the reporter or the right people who can break the story, knowing it would prevent many of the suicides that have taken place over the last year, that has killed me, guys. And that's why I keep pursuing this, because it's doing the right thing. No diversion from the road which leads to the final goal of his life. To this he must come pure, at peace. You see, I wasn't at peace last year. That's why I'm doing it now. Ready to depart in unforced harmony with his fate. So therefore, if fate has it that the police are going to turn up again, give more abuse, more abuse. I will not take my own life as a result of a way out. But, as I said, I would be willing to die for the greater good. So I will not stop this. And I'll keep fighting for justice. And I think, just watch the uh, recent content that I've put out on YouTube following the Republic of Modern Life videos. And understand that after that last video, I had to please start abusing me again. Because ultimately, the information that I've had to uncover will see justice done. Whatever it takes, justice will be done and those lives will be saved. And my life, if needed, would be sacrificed for others. That kind of sums up this passage beautifully. And what a way to end book three. Guys, thank you very much. And I'll see you next time. Bye.